Okay, I started. Alright, so this is Morning to Bay, and I'm going. This is our. This, we're doing the book, The Boss 57, and we are going to start our 30 second summaries. So I will start once it hits 20. Okay, so we're doing this part. Okay. So we all know Richard. He's like a very nice, fun guy and everything, and then he, he meets Caprice, and. After, after he meets Caprice, he gets into a fight with all of his friends in the beach because they were like having fun or something and then they, got on, they, got, they all got into a fight with some other group. And then eventually the cops found his, friend, his friends in him and then uh, they all went to court and then they were all shipped off to some other place like alone and they're is- is- I can't do this. Okay. Are you, my 30 seconds are over. <laughs> that was terrible. Right. David, you want to go next? Yeah, let me okay. see this. Alright, so this is my 30 second summary. I'll start at 10. So in this part of the book, Richard and his friends get into a fight at the beach over some useless thing that they could have easily stopped. But after the police find them, they go to court. And because they're still juveniles, the court can decide whether they go to jail or not and they were all found guilty and they went to uh family homes after this they all split up and after that um one of his friends a little crazy ran away and got shot and now richard and his friends are depressed that was pretty good. okay so i'll start mine at 50. i think i focus on the past too much okay David was pretty good. Okay, so in this part of the story, Richard uh, Richard gets into a fight, or Richard and some of his friends get into a fight at the beach, and then they get caught by the cops, so they all go to court, and then they're found guilty, and then because all of his friends, because Richard isn't around all of his friends anymore, Richard starts to get depressed because he's all lonely, and uh, yeah, and then one of his other friends gets shot, and it's not good, and Richard gets more lonely. Yeah, all right, so I think... Well, the main thing that most of our summaries touched up upon is how his friend got shot and how... Alright, so first, I don't think we mentioned this part in any of our summaries, that all of his other friends were in family homes that... Like, they were together in family homes, while Richard was shipped off to some family home all alone, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. So he didn't really know anyone in that family home. So whenever he, whenever he felt... Whenever he heard the news about his friend that got shot, he was really depressed, and he didn't really have anyone to comfort him or to cry with. Like, he didn't have anyone to be with. So this is the reason he got really, really depressed, even more depressed than everyone else. I, we should just clarify that. Up. Yeah, I mean, he was way more isolated than anyone else was in his friend group after they got into the fight. I think it said that it was like a one-hour, 30-minute drive away from Oakland somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty far. Yeah. And he only called his parents and his friends like once in a while to keep him company. Yeah. Okay, this motif analysis. Okay, so, so should we pick a quote? Yeah. Okay, I got the quote. Okay. Honestly, that was a really good David, though. I just want to say Yeah, David's just good. David's is probably the best. Okay. The quote is. The one who sauntered on and off the debate team at Skyland High School, sometimes showing up, sometimes not, but always quick on his feet, leading with his wit and his gift of gab, even if he couldn't be bothered with the preparation. Uh, that was Skeet. Oh, so Skeet, like, everybody liked him a lot, and he talked to everybody. Everybody thought he was, like, really funny and stuff, but 
to his friends. He was like a really good friend and they liked to be around him. But so then after they were all split up and he got shot. He ran, he's the one who ran away. Yeah, he ran away from the home because he didn't want to be there anymore. And then he got shot up the same night. It, it was really devastating for his friends. Yeah. Especially because he was like their comic relief at school. He was the kind of guy who they would go to and joke around with and just be relaxed with. But when, for one, with Richard, he wasn't even around him, but then he also got shot, so he knew he would never see him again. That really kind of spiraled things out of control. Okay. What's the main motif of this? No, we're doing the honest, just the honest spot analysis. Oh, the honest spot? Yeah. We, we, we didn't do it. We could do this after. We should probably focus a little more on the quote. Yeah. So, so yeah, what they, what, yeah, what you guys pretty much said that Skeet was like a really good friend of all of theirs, and like this, this part is kind of like just talking about how, like, how he was actually like, like right yeah. before it says like he was like extra, like the very first uh, sentence of this chapter or this paragraph is Skeet was an extrovert and a goofball, a participant, Joker. Uh, yeah. So it's yeah. like. I just pretty much talking about how he was. Yeah. And what what allegory do you think this has? Uh, I think it's I think it's about like I don't know. He was kind of the comforter, you know. Yeah, but he like, was the relief. Yes. But and then after he died, they were all like depressed because they didn't have him anymore. Because like in that situation, he probably would have been the one to cheer everybody back up. Yeah. yeah. Um, yes. Is there any like, figure of language in there? Um, like, some descriptive language. Yeah. He uh, calls him like witty. And like yeah. he never prepared, but he was he was there sometimes. He was just kind of nonchalant about it. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much it's just describing how he was. Um, Should we do the motif analysis? Motif analysis. Right. So, like, what motifs have you guys seen in this? Um, I think like a main motif in like these couple chapters is like the loneliness within the friends and like just separation from each other. Yeah, I think separation. Too. Separation. Okay. Yeah. Like after they like went to the core and they all got separated, they all felt lonely because of the separation. Mm-hmm. How about you? I think that's yeah, or like. Because that separation caused a lack of support for Richard and other friends. So that's, I mean, it's just like their their world kind of fell apart. Yeah, like how you always, how you like, it's it's nice to have someone there. Kind of like, I don't want to say it's exactly what we had the last time. Like last time we talked about how, um, like, family is there so you can, like, people like, want to help, people want to help you. Yeah, because, like, Richard wanted to go to um, Caprice. Caprice for yeah. help. But this this time it's kind of, it's, I guess it's more broad. It's talking about how the many different ways someone can help you. But yeah. like, and it's kind of, it's more of, like, a personal, personal relationship for yeah, Richard. Yeah, like, how... How, again, like how you guys, how loneliness can affect someone, how separation, isolation yeah. affects people. Um, so, do you guys have anything, like, have you guys experienced this at all in any other way? Well, like, when I, I was new here for freshman year, so, like, I didn't have, like, first day of school, I didn't have anyone to go to. My brother had been here for a year. But, like, he's my older brother. He doesn't want to hang out with me. He doesn't want to be, you know, the freshman. He doesn't want his freshman brother around him. 
So like I've I felt that for a while, but I mean the kids here are nice and I've found friends pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, so, yeah. I kind of know what he, that feels like. Mm. Wait, do we need to find clothes? Yeah, keep well, we here. Here. Uh, I think I've okay. just taken this. Um, I, I think I haven't really experienced what you felt. Um, because I've always had my family there with me, and I think I've been, I've been taking this. This book is showing me that how I've been taking them for granted. Because I never really thought about how I would feel without them being here. Yeah. And like supporting me, but now I kind of realize how much I've taken them for granted. It's kind of one of those things where you don't realize how much you miss something until you can't have it. Yeah. 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 Um. Personal connection. Um, I feel like when I like my grandmother died, like I was still in America, and then she passed away, and I went to China for a funeral. Like I feel like knowing that you'll never see them ever again is just like really devastating for everybody. Yeah, it's like, it's like in this chapter, like yeah, that, that you're on. There's a quote. It says skeet dead skeet dead skeet dead and then this brings him to like the reality that they're in this killed that killed richard sherry said later it killed all of us yeah it's like the repetition of that the, the repetition of skeet dead emphasizes like how much this has impacted them yeah well and the author like straight up says it killed the friends even though yeah. i mean they're obviously still alive but it killed them emotionally yeah it's like the what would that be called it's a hyperbole probably yeah, yeah hyperbole. Hyperbole. whoa I'm so good at figurative language. <laughs> Literary devices. Yes. Um, that's it. You guys want to talk about anything else in the book? Or you guys? Mm, I think that pretty I much we're good. Yeah. Okay. 10 minutes. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tune in again. Tune in again. Tune in, tune in later. Every Friday. Yes. At 9.15 in the morning. <laughs> All right. <laughs>